we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Radio show is more important than any other mainstream media outlet. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. But what better place than? In here. I think everybody should go on the breakfast club and start That's with that true, if yes. you want to shake it up. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on the breakfast club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is King in Dallas. Peace, peace, peace. Get it off your chest. Hey, yo, man, I'm... I want to talk to Charlemagne about the donkey of the day that he gave yesterday. About mm-hmm. the uh, high, the kids that fought the high school coach. Yes, sir. Yo, man, my son is in almost the exact same position. Mm-hmm. Like, my son is arguably the second best, but, you know, they'll say whatever. He's one of the best players on the team. My coach treats, I mean, his coach treats my kid like he's a stepchild that don't like his stepchildren. Like, my kid is only 6'6", six, six, but 
the coach puts him like in the post when my man, you know, belongs around the perimeter or whatever. And so when he makes a bad play, the coach benches him for the rest of the game. And I'm talking about, yo, if he make a bad play in the first quarter, he on the bench for the rest of the game. The team will lose and the coach will blame my kid. So, like I said, when they were fighting the coach for benching the dude, I understand. I'm not going to do it. I mean, we don't move him out of school anyway. But like I say, I understand why they did it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, you're, but the key word is you wouldn't do it. You know why? Because you have high emotional intelligence and you're a grown-ass man who knows that would be a terrible example to set for your kid. That just because he's not getting his way or because he, doesn't, he disagrees with an authority figure, violence is the answer. Am I lying? No, you're not lying. That's but, all I'm saying. But, I mean, this coach deserves it. Because, I mean, this coach, he, done, that's, he calls him a, a soft ass, N-word. That's the coach. That's a, is he black? It, yeah, he's black. Oh, that's My cool. kid's that's black. Cool. Coach black. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but, you, you know, so what? As, me, a, as a parent, when you feel like me, your kid is not being uh, playing right or he's not being treated fairly, I understand that I had the same problem with Logan and I just had to move him from out of that school to another school and, and, and it was I didn't have that problem. But that's what happens sometimes when you got these towns, these small towns and and. People are playing kids because it's they know their daddy. We call it daddy ball sometimes. We we get these problems a lot of time. But when when your when your child puts hands on a coach, like Charlemagne says, even though it might have been you might feel it was warranted, you don't want you don't want to teach your kid that you know if he doesn't get his way, the first thing to do is act in violence. You know. And, and also, you ain't even said something. Why do y'all move y'all kids just because the coach is tough? No, it's not a matter about being coach. It's a matter about being fair. It's what a is difference. Fair, though? fair is. Uh, if I'm the coach and you're my neighbor and I'm playing your kid because you're my neighbor and we're friends, but I'm not playing Lauren's kid because I don't know Lauren's kid. Oh, that's different. That's that's not fair. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? And especially now in high school or elementary school, like it's really big where these kids are getting scholarships, they're getting looked at. So if I don't play mm-hmm. Lauren's kid and I play your kid, everybody, the, all the eyes are going to be on your kid and not Lauren's kid. Oh, so that's different. Yeah, I understand that, but just saying, like, you know, the coach is tough. No, I don't mind tough. And, and, and so you move your Pause. kid. It's just like, that's not the way life works. Nah. There's going to be people that are tough that yeah. are. Authority figures. Now, I don't like, mind tough pause. I, I mind fair. You got to be fair. If you're not fair, then that's a, a, a different conversation. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, y'all? This your boy Dingo. Hey, Dingo, Dingo what's, what's up, my up, brother? Man? I don't know why every time you call, I think of Bluey, man. Uh, I don't know why either, but I mean, that's because all the more reason why we need to get some work here and get a cartoon about our own going, Charlotte. Yeah, Bluey's sister is Bingo. That's why. You just sound like you uh, be in the family. <laughs> Bingo. Well, it's all good, man. What's good with y'all? Good, Black Dingo. and highly favored, man. Hey, that's what's up. Lauren, how you doing, Ma? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, Loki, before I get into all this, don't let them people on social media keep clowning you. I, I don't know why they be coming at you so hard. Me, right? I don't right? know why they hate you so hard. But you cool. I, I ain't got no problem with you. I think you straight. So you know I don't what, know why though? they be coming at you. I, I actually like it. I feel like it helps my numbers. Uh-huh. And, I that's mean, it. if they talking... What they be saying about you? you got, oh, they, they so, be going. They, they said, they, they be going. They said, I don't hate men. Don't see. This is why they be coming at me because you got freaking. I agree with that one. Angel to my left, yeah, well. the devil to the right of me over here. What else? Well, they Lord, they, they, they be. Do you do you be dating? You be dating? Oh, we trying to holler. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, I do. But I ain't trying to holler. My luck ain't even like I don't know what I'm doing out here at this point. I'm just <laughs> oh, wondering. Okay. Well, shoot. Once you come to Chicago, maybe I can show Chicago, you. Chicago? No, I've been there, done that. I'm staying away from Chicago. Damn. Damn. I had to throw an ice right, bucket right, at my damn. last person from Chicago. You did the ice bucket oh, challenge with somebody. No, <laughs> I was in the club and it was a, lo- it was a whole thing. Jesus. Oh, well, whatever, man. Y'all tripping. 
Let's but get in, the com- get in the comments and argue back for me because I'm not supposed to be arguing back. That's fair. And if right. y'all want to argue for my <laughs> comments, it's Lauren LaRosa, L-O-R-E-N. Come join us. Well, Charlotte and uh, Envy, I appreciate y'all so much. I just wanted to get on here. Just in case this is the last time I talked to y'all for the year. Um, I wanted to thank y'all, man, because low-key, y'all have been inspiring me. I've listened to y'all for years and years and years, like y'all know. And, um, you know, I got my own show now, the Mr. Dingo Show, and I've been doing that for about a year now. And I really want to thank y'all for giving me, you know, the, the strength and the, uh, the courage and also the motivation to pursue my own lane. So I really appreciate y'all, and I got a nice little following, and I just want to keep keep that momentum going. Y'all can holler at me at the Mr. Dingo Show on on uh, Instagram if y'all want to check me out, see what I be talking about on Mondays. And uh, you know, I really appreciate y'all for paving the way for a young brother like myself to be in this lane. So I thank you, brother. No, I respect that, but I pray God, you know, continues to give us the strength to encourage y'all to do other things other than buy more podcast microphones. Oh, stop you know it. what I'm saying? There's too many of y'all. You know what I mean? And it's not good for the ecosystem. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. What side of the bed did you wake up on this If you morning? need to vent, it is up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. 
about $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wait. Wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Top of the morning, Envious Montana. What's cracking? What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. I want to get off my chest. I had a blessed weekend in West Virginia with my daughter, Brooklyn, this weekend. And I'm looking forward to Christmas with the rest of my kids. I love right. it, man. Oh, I love the holidays. Man, I was thinking about that yesterday, like driving through, uh, you know, Jersey, and you saw all the Christmas lights mm-hmm. up and all the decorations and everything. It literally is the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm. Top of the morning, Uncle Charlemagne, and good morning to the beautiful guest host as well. Good Chris morning. Kelly. You guys be blessed. I'm crossing this George Washington right now. I'm a truck driver, and this f-ing traffic is crazy. Well, be Thank safe. You, part and, part and, part. and you know what I need one time. <laughs> I got you, Envy. He wants you to blow him. <laughs> that, that was a light blow. There you go. That's, that's better. Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? It's Twan. Twan, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey, I just be listening to y'all, boy, every day. Shout out to Envy and Charlamagne the dog. You already but, know. I mean, like, when, y- when y'all be bashing Trump, like, the man did a lot of good as well. I mean, everybody overlooked that. Like, if it's the problems with him or whatever. But I think my dude got some potential. I'm going to tell y'all something, man. It's not about bashing. It's just about looking at, you know, uh, it's just about looking at things through a common sense lens. When I look at the fact that, you know, you have all these Supreme Court justices, 
you know, who are looking to gut voting rights, who have uh, got rid of Roe v. Wade, who've gotten rid of affirmative action in colleges, and just the president, you know, who wanted to overturn, who wanted to get rid of the Constitution to overturn the results of an election. Now he's saying that he never took an oath to support the Constitution. I don't think y'all want fascism in America, but boy, y'all headed fa- headed fast towards it. So, like, what good thing do you mean? Are you talking about the stimulus checks? Like, what other good are you talking no, about? No, I ain't even care about the stimulus. Like, the, the economy was, like, pretty decent when he been inside there. Like, Biden got inside there and gas prices went high. Groceries are unaffordable right now. But we also went through a pandemic when the whole world shut down. Mm-hmm. And we're bummed. Right, so, like, right, we're now right. feeling the effects of that. So, the effects weren't wasn't going to be instant, but, like, that's what we're feeling the effects from. Right, right, right. So but what else did he do for us? can't be put on just one man. Every politician that gets inside there is responsible for their actions and their... But you're putting everything on Biden right now. Yeah, I do agree I with that. I everything I never said that. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly, but I just don't think uh, fascism, fascism is what we want in America, sir. I'm not even opposed to a, a conservative. I'm just, I'm just not. Well, with I mean, the, I'm that's not from Charleston, Bub. I can tell. Yeah. All day, all day long, baby. I fool whatever the people fool, but I ain't gonna put my vote on somebody that ain't trying to push us. Like I work hard every day, but just like y'all, boy. All right. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? It's Rodney. Rodney, what up? Get it off your chest. I don't have anything to get off my chest. I just want to wish my son a happy 16th birthday. Hey. All right. And where you from? All right, Dell. Uh, Long Island. Long Island. What you doing for his birthday today? Anything? Um, uh, he had basketball practice and stuff today, but Saturday we taking him out. All right. Well, enjoy it. All right, Dell. Happy birthday. Love you. Peace, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today. Who we got? We got the CEO of Zeus Network, Lamel Plummer. Did yes. I say your name right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and a young lady that's banned from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, but Natalie Nunnison. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Natalie Nunnison. <laughs> Why did Thank you feel you. like we canceled your interview? Because I was told that we were going to come up here last week when the baddies were here. And then I was like, why are we not invited anymore? I don't know. My, one of we have multiple publicists, so they lied to you. They must have lied. Yeah, because you were never scheduled. <laughs> but I'm here now. You're here now. So let's, let's let's get into. Is he some, still a bitch ass? You guys want to know that? He is. He. I'm still. I've been wanting to come up here for years after that interview years ago. Because how long ago was that? It was not that long. That was ten ago. years ago, Natalie. Okay, well you still be talking hell of shit. So. I know though. <laughs> but I think what happened was uh, somebody took a clip of the old interview mm. and repurposed it. Because it's been going around again. Yes. And it, I was annoyed all over again. You were annoyed all over again. Yeah. I, 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 I understand that. What were you annoyed about in that conversation? Everything. Because you, you used to just be like, <laughs> I don't know. Because I feel like over the years you have gotten a little bit more like, you just used to be an ass. You're right. And it was just like to the point where like cringe to come up here, you know? I mean, I was always, I was like, it, let's go. It gave me donkey of the day on a Friday before. Do you remember that? I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> you used to go in. So, and then the video came back up and I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to go back up to the breakfast club because we got to have a conversation. Well, I, I apologize if uh, anything oh, wow. I said back then hurt what your feelings. What did he say? What did he say? He was just like, it was Bad Girls Club days and he was like, oh, you're a big chin, loud mouth. You're never going to be anything. <laughs> 
like, that sounds what? like him. That sounds like him. That sounds like him. Look, he thinks it's funny though. That's the thing. That's crazy. And I was just sitting in the chair, and I was I was younger, so I was like, what the. F- like mm-hmm. yeah but no he just you know used to be rude well, a lot of reality TV stars um, really always used to feel some type of way coming up here especially the females well I apologize to you if that means anything thank to you. you thank you yeah but Thanks. I'm gonna get on Lamel ass though cause Lamel out here you know with this damn Zeus network <laughs> bringing down the black community one show oh, at a time shit. so we gonna get on Lamel we gonna get on your ass wait a minute you know I'm still a bad girl so you might wanna be careful <laughs> <laughs> my boss look a, a lot of people do feel that they they feel like that Zeus is is a low when it comes to our people showing the fighting showing the things that sometimes make our community look bad what is your response to that you know we're telling real authentic stories you know we we're giving out you know opportunities uh to all sorts of folks i don't look at it like i'm doing anything different than hbo and netflix and well that's that's platforms. that's fiction though well they have a lot of reality shows they have a lot of unscripted shows that I ain't you never know, seen nobody on HBO get busted it, over the head well, and have a gas listen, so deep that they had to go get stitches. Hey, listen, if HBO has shows like Real Sex. They have shows that they end up showing the real. You know, I don't know. I think I think for me, because I'm black owned, you know, we're young, we're new, we're hot. I think, you know, people are feeling away and... I commend you on the infrastructure. I commend you on what yeah. you've built. It's hard to build any type of subscription-based platform to have... I think you got like a million subscribers. Yeah, we, we have. We have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, he does this every time. No, we have a lot of subscribers. Yeah, I heard y'all got I, a lot of subscribers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I commend that. But I, you know, green lighting. You know, Krishan and Blueface show. That wasn't me bringing down the black community. I mean, that's we just. You know, we allowed them to tell their story in their way. We we made sure it was raw. It was real, uncensored, unfiltered. Um, a lot of people didn't like that because they were fighting each other during it and, and it was showed and I guess people want to know is there balance on your network and not just continuously that's the problem fighting yeah, I, you know I, I don't think is every- there a positive show is there a this because in, in all these yeah, networks yeah. I mean well we have we have tons of shows on the platform I think folks highlight some of our you know our hit shows mm-hmm. and that's the ones that they focus on but I, I think we have we have fitness shows we have short form content we have some scripted we have those is Drea it's has a show on the network and... I think we have dating shows mm-hmm. um, you know one more chance we had uh, Tokyo Tony's dating show B. Simone Quay Bobby Lights B. Know. Simone was on there I didn't know B. Simone had a show yeah. on there yeah, yeah. yeah my boyfriend she was yeah, early days uh, around the time we first launched I mean, you have the real Black China I mean that was a real show had a lot of heart I mean, our shows have, you know, uh, so many different components to it. I think that the Baddie show, uh, Baddies, is is one of our hit shows. I think Jocelyn's Cabaret is is a hit show, and I think people focus on that Krishan Bluefish. Those are hit shows. I watched the hour. I watched Jocelyn's Cabaret for the first <laughs> time last week. Just hilarious. Uh, had me watch an episode. I saw three fights in one episode. <laughs> Jesus. The girl hey. got hit so bad. <laughs> she had a gas so deep in her head that she had to go to the hospital. Right. Yeah. See, see y'all, don't, y'all don't play like the other networks. Like, I know VH1 and uh, MTV sometimes. If there is a fight, the person is suspended. Y'all just, it's reality is reality. Um, I mean, there are there are consequences for things that happen, you know, on set when people do things. I mean, I look, I'm a little different than most CEOs when it comes to working with certain folks when things happen. I don't know. I think I think we I have a great relationship with a lot of our content partners. I'm a little bit more lenient when it comes to certain things. I understand. I mean, we have real conversations about things that happen, whether it's Natalie or Jocelyn or 
China or Blueface Krishan. I mean, we have real conversations. So, you know, I understand. I'm, I'm just a little bit more, you know, flexible. I'm not, we're not a traditional network. You know, we're non-traditional. We're mm-hmm. independent. We are black owned. And so, you know, we, we understand the folks that we're working with as well. Some of them, you know, may not pass the, the, the psyche valves. Hey! Or the, or the, or the Y'all not do psych evaluations? <laughs> we, we, if we need to do some, we, we'll do some. We do background checks. We do, we, do, we do our due diligence when it comes to folks that we work with. But for me, it's just about giving people an opportunity to tell their story. And some networks aren't looking to work with people. I see value. I see value in all of our cast members, all of our talent, all of our content partners. And so I think everybody's different. Everybody has a different story to tell. And uh, we just provide those opportunities to have, to have hundreds of people working for your network, giving jobs. I mean, that's on and behind, in front of the screen and, and behind the scenes is, is a big deal for me. Let me ask you, how did, for people that don't know, you know, what was the idea of this network? How did you get this network started and how did you get it off the ground? He was in a club and saw a yeah. bunch of girls fighting. <laughs> There you go. I mean, that's exactly what's on Sade Room. We can record it ourselves and put it on TV. Not at all. Um, No, I I think for me, uh, originally, I wanted to launch a a, a television network. I come from working with parents who own networks. So I just just thought it was... You said you come from parents that's... That owns television networks. Okay. Oh, your parents Um, own like local cable? Yeah. I think you told us that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was just important to launch my own network. But I I felt like the, the Netflix model was the new wave. You know, all about convenience, choice, and control. You know, uh, subscription model. You know, VOD. All that stuff was just like the new wave. And so for me, I just wanted to get ahead of it. All right, we got more with Lamel Plummer, CEO of Zeus Network, and Natalie Nunn. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lamel Plummer and Natalie Nunn. You know, he's the CEO of the Zeus Network. Charlamagne? You do have a double major in sociology mm-hmm. sociology and communication, mm-hmm. which when you was here 10 years ago, that's one of the things I said. I was like, don't you want to utilize yeah. those degrees? Do you feel like you're utilizing them now? Yes, for sure. I feel like now that I'm like executive producing baddies, mm-hmm. I deal with all of the girls every day. Like uh, I'm hands on, you know, with Lemmy and the team, whether it's casting, um, you know, working with the girls on camera and off camera, just, you know, I feel like my communications um, degree definitely helps in that field mm-hmm. because for some reason I could smack the shit out of a girl and we could still have a conversation five minutes after. Um, and then, even then, you know, sociology, I really understand a lot of the girls and, and just any, even the bad boys, like, um, you know, the study of people is really, you know, what sociology is. So I feel like I definitely am able to u- utilize both of my degrees. I think I told you that before, even, you know, when I was up here years ago. But like reality TV, I've, I've, I think that has really what's helped me be a reality star and now even uh, like a boss because I can literally sit there, listen to them. Get, I get it. I get it. And, you know work with them and it's helped you to to manipulate people right because because you know what you're doing on social media and i guess that's the only thing that i'd be tripping off because like you know even last week when you went to the whole Uh, tirade oh charlamagne but i'm like and i knew what she's doing i do know what i'm doing But I know but I know these things. I guess that's the he's only thing. Great, I, hey, he's a great story producer. He is really good. I just, I just want people to see he's more of that producer. side. Okay. Because people do follow you. Mm-hmm. They do watch you. Mm-hmm. And I think you owe it to these people to show them all of that whole totality of Natalie Nunn. 
I think they they're getting it. I mean, bad, the thing is, is like I do feel like I live two lives, and I'm gonna be honest because I, you know, I'm on reality shows with other females that you probably would not see me with all the time and every day, but we're living together for month and a half, two months, whatever, while we're filming, and then I go home. You know, I have like family, and so you know, my friends from home, and so it is like. A balance for me. I have to, you know, tap back into, you know, being the boss baddie now. I, mm-hmm. I don't really. I'm not on the show like Bad Girls Club ten years ago, like being manipulative and doing. I'm, I actually am in just sitting there like, so how can we figure this out, girls? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you guys want to fight it out, fight it out. If not, like, you know. So I, I have grown up, but I can still be very manipulative, you know, especially sociology degree. Yeah, yeah, and you was an athlete. Didn't yeah, you go to the Junior yeah. Olympics? I did. I played soccer at USC. See what I'm saying, yeah. Natalie? Like, people need to see that. That's why I get well, frustrated at Because I'm like, you're more than just the reality yeah, show for sure. Person. I mean, you. but we, I feel like over the, what is it, 14 years now of me being on reality TV, people know that, you know? They know. They mm-hmm. know. They know. How do you keep yourself from really getting mad, though? Like when, he, like when you're really about to get upset, like what do you do? Chin up, shoulders back, breathe. <laughs> Tell yourself you got this. I wouldn't take that. Is, what? what? This, this is what he does. Like, y'all y'all, make, y'all make everything a joke. Up. Like what are you talking about? You said pull up. That's the technique. My therapist tells me up. to do that. Uh, yes, chin up, shoulders back, oh my breathe. God. You got this. That's a technique your therapist will tell you to do. Chin up. Show me again. Chin up. Shoulders back. Shoulders back. Breathe. Smack the out of no no the thing is is you know the girls do, do still to this day and i think at this point because of where i'm at you know like even especially at zeus i mean mm-hmm. the, everybody wants to be at, at the top so mm-hmm. they're they, they find a way to come for me whether you know if it's tommy coming on my show and again like i got in the ring with tommy we did our big one. We fought at the reunion because it was it was more than just the words and the bickering. Now it's like you're, you're trying to come for a spot that's not your spot. And let's just be very clear. Like, you're just you're on my show, which is baddies is my show and have a little respect. But the thing about females are they were just really catty and it's mm-hmm. just never going to mm-hmm. that is never going to change. Girls are catty, jealous. They can be malicious. Just they could be very nasty individuals. So. I feel like now for me, the only way I'm gonna really snap and smack the shit out of a bitch is if you're really with my money or you're, you're doing some weird shit. You're being weird behind the scenes. That's when it can get ugly. So I, I got in the ring with Tommy. We did our thing and she's still, you know, I think it was what Floyd Mayweather weekend. She tried to pull up on me at a little spot in uh, South Beach. I have nothing to do, I have nothing to do with this, this stuff. So, How many I times told, y'all gonna fight? Like, I, I told her to come inside, but she was just outside doing, you know, taunting. Are y'all gonna be 50 fighting? Nah, you will, the housewives was just, they're 50 fighting. I'm only in my 30s. <laughs> that don't make it right, though. I didn't say it was right, but I'm just saying, we get, I get backlash for that, too. Well, we appreciate you guys for joining us. And yes. I think, I think we're gonna continue to see a lot of evolution from Natalie Nunn. Just like people see, continue to see a lot of evolution from me mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think that you're going to continue to grow thank you and I think we're going to start to see the whole totality what's going to grow not my chin no <laughs> just that on, my Natalie, I am, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you this sincerely Uh-oh. I'm can so- I get a hug Charlamagne come on Oh, that's so sweet. Appreciate you for coming. Thank you. I love you, DJ. Yeah, DJ. I love you too, man. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, our guest co-hosts Donnell Rawlings and Jess Hilarious are here. The River Ninja. Hey, y'all. All right. So we're asking. Uh, we were talking about Kanye's wife. She was in the store, and uh, people think that she was too flirty with an individual. And this is how it went down. Sexy. My name New. Nice to meet you. You from LA? Yes. Okay. I just moved down here. Where you from? Chicago. Yeah, and you got good eye contact. <laughs> yeah. You just shopping around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You? Uh, here's the same. I said just a pair of shorts I wanted to see. Yeah, can I get your number? Sure. Yeah. Oh, damn. So 800-585-1051, if this was your significant other, how would you feel? Is it too far? Let's start with you, Jess. What you think? I honestly, uh, I, well, I wouldn't be flirting like that. I think she went... She was just a little bit too flirty, um, mm-hmm. and but she she seemed to like the Chicago boys. I ain't gonna lie to That's you, right. you know what I mean. But he may not have known that that was sort of because I, I honestly I don't, don't think even he knew. know. I don't think she, he knew. Yeah, I don't know what she looked like. And then honestly, we gotta look at is is this a serious marriage? Like, what is this a marriage for? We were talking about Jonathan Majors and Megan. All right, at least they just together. I think this nigga want to go get married just for something to do. Oh, you know what I mean. Married, yeah. So this could be something. Just you know, she could probably still do whatever she wants. You know what I mean? I, you just never know how it is with Kanye. I think if it was publicity stuff for Kanye, he'd have married a Jewish woman. Think so? That'd have been the only way to like mm. to fix you know, the problems, fix, fix, to fix the issues. Right. Yeah. One of the ways. What do you think, Donnell? I just think some people have certain lifestyles. It might be some that she might be the person to go get somebody to play that whatever that I don't know. It's on the internet mm-hmm. when you cuckoo. Yeah. But that part, so no, oh, no. cuckold is when uh, you watch you, when somebody likes watching your their significant other get yes, oh, another person, okay. right? yeah. yeah, and Kanye seemed like that freaky stuff when I guess when he was busting those memes, he was showing like old porn videos of him and Kim or some stuff like that. So it might be something he like, girl, go get him, yeah, and bring him and home. it's just it's so quick, yeah, it's just so quick. I don't even think it's real to be honest. It do you. sound like she was showing all her teeth, and I I I I, I agree with both of y'all. It's like we don't know what they into, yeah. And then what is he talking about? like a lot, though. You got, like, real great eye contact. Like, what is that? How I turn this thing off my phone? I'm like, the whole conversation on your phone? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This guy's old (laughs) as hell. (laughs) Not in the middle of work. Text that to somebody? Nah, middle of the show. He pushed the microphone, so everything we say is going on his phone. Oh, my. So you just texted so me. Nah, yo, come on. Send. Donnell, send. 
Don Nelson. Let's go to the phone lines. Thanks. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Sean from Memphis. Hey, Sean from Memphis. What's poppin', brother? Man, nothing much, nothing much. DJ Envy, Uncle Shala. What's up, brother? I'm going to be out there in Memphis this weekend, too. What's up, baby? What's up? Now, we're talking Kanye's uh, wife. What's your What's thoughts? <laughs> Man, ain't nothing you can do. Uh, she got a pretty wife as far as folks stepping to her. But, you know, she did the right thing as far as uh, letting her know, hey, I'm married. Just uh, scoot on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. But you know, it, it's there are some people that like to talk and that are talkers. And like somebody said that the dude was probably big. She might have felt the way. Like I don't want to disrespect this guy because yeah. sometimes if you disrespect yeah. the guy, that, that happens to women all the time. All she the could time, just be man. very friendly, to mm-hmm. be honest. That happens a but lot. But she said it like it, it's like I would have been like, oh no, I'm married. She was like, I'm married. Yeah. Oh god. But she probably like, it, she probably did have to do that because just you know, like sometimes women be feeling away. You know, yeah. they be yeah. feeling like they're in danger. That's yeah, right. absolutely. You know, and these dudes out here crazy. You reject some of these dudes with these fragile egos out here if you want to. They absolutely. Swing on you. And to be honest with you, if I was married to Kanye, I wouldn't know if I would be married or divorced within the next day. So I might <laughs> go ahead and go flirt with somebody at a Starbucks. You don't know what your status is. Never know. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Angela. Hey, Angela. Good morning. What's your thoughts? My thoughts on it is, um, cause I thought, oh, good morning to everybody too, by the way. I'm sorry. Hey, girl, what's up? Um, my thoughts on it is, um, I don't think it's necessarily flirting, more as when I looked at the video, the guy seemed like he was a little taller than her, so it might have been a little nervousness on her part. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we and said I too. Someone come, yeah, when, I, when someone comes up to me and I'm nervous, it might cause it's flirting, but just me like trying to get out of the situation. Yeah, that's right. true too. Right, right, right. If she felt the way, you know, instead of trying to be now and, and be. You know, yeah. like, peace, you know, let me talk, be nice, so that way he doesn't feel like I'm trying to play him. And then, you know, right. That's a damn shame women got to be like that. I know. Man. You know what I mean? It's, that's, I feel sorry for women that have to go through that, yeah. to feel that way. Yeah, they, I never do. Because when all these women be trying to holler at me, I just say I'm married and they move out the Child, way. Nobody please. hollers. What you do when the guys holler? Nobody hollers you. What you do when the guys holler? Same, you give me a number. You give me a number. <laughs> you, you pull off the fan? <laughs> you do that? <laughs> yeah. Say it, Larry. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? What's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, bro? We're talking about what, if your significant other was doing the same thing. What would your thoughts be, bro? Man, me and her gonna have to have a little talk, man. You know what I'm saying? Because was, she was all in. Yeah, but... Talking about her eyes and having good eye contact, you know? My woman doing that. But I kind of like when a woman, when a dude's compliment my woman, man. You know, what are y'all on my woman? That lets me know that I've got something going, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think the thing that we're not factoring in is what we all been saying is that, you know, sometimes women be feeling like they in danger and they don't want to reject the guy because the guy might flip out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, especially in Detroit. They just doing that all that to the women. So I get it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes they got to flirt with a dude just to spin him. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. Hey, Tia, good morning. What's your thoughts, Tia? Good morning. First of all, oh, my God, I cannot believe I got through. I love y'all. I bought both of y'all books. Thank you. Yes, you definitely get a new co-host. Yes, girl. you be up there killing it. My favorite so far. Thank you. You think think Jess should be the new co-host? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I think she is bomb. She had me cracking up last night. I think she just make a good fit with y'all. Thank you so much, girl. But, yeah, um, in regards to the question, I feel like if old girl would have jumped the gun and been like, Oh, yeah, you know, I'm married, blah, blah. The conversation could have went left. She didn't know what he was really doing. Right. He might just be a friendly person. If she'd have been like, oh, yeah, I'm married, yep, yeah, showing her ring or whatever, he could have been like, okay, calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm I'm just saying what's up because a lot of women had that in their mind like oh every man trying to talk to me and it, that couldn't have been you know that didn't have to be the case. No, that's real. Okay. It's like well, that when you, you attract the dude. And he man. was recording, right? Yeah, I, he was I don't, seen it. I don't know if she did see. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Because it looked like it was kind of like it was stationary. I don't yeah. know if he had any sense. Also, maybe he knew that was Kanye. Um, I was going to say, Spitz, did he yeah. know? Because he yeah. was recording her. So. But what's the moral of the story? Jess, you got a moral? Listen, I, it's okay. Because I don't think it's really that serious. Because while she is flirting a little bit too much or being too friendly, he probably in Kim Bushes. We don't know. So it's like, you know, we, pick your battles. You know, she, at least she said, I'm married. He probably ain't tell nobody he married. Right. You and know? It's just hard being attractive. People trying to holler at you all the time. I, I get yes. it all the time. What she look crazy. like? I need to see her. But yes. Jesus right. Christ. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests with us. Man, the ghetto legends. That's right. 85 South Show is here. Yes, sir. DC Young Fly and Carlos Miller. First of all, it ain't about us, man. Congratulations yes. to y'all, brothers, on streaming. Number one Thank on you, Netflix. Man. Yes. The number one trending show on Netflix yes. is Ghetto Legends. Y'all knocked out Black Mirror. Damn. Yeah, Come on, man. Right. Come yeah. on, man. That's huge. That's huge. That's, huge. that's yeah. a big deal. Don't downplay that one. No, we ain't no, downplaying no, it. Just, you know, hearing what y'all saying about what we've been saying for years. So we just like, okay, thank you. Charge triple. That's what it means. Yeah, most definitely charge triple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're going. That's what about it means. to inflate the bag. What made y'all want to do that? What made y'all want to put that out as the Netflix special? Because all of y'all are individual comedians. Right. But why that? Because it, it showcased a lot of what we do on the 85 South show. Mm -hmm. It was just like a great promo vehicle. It was like to show the, the elements of the show. Right. And once we looked at the final cut and we saw that we, like, we got the elements of, of the live show, it's just going to be great promo for all the people who've never seen the show. Right. So now they're going to go back and pull up the raw, uncut, <laughs> real one. Mm -hmm. So we gave them we gave them the version for the world, but now they get to come back and see the real. Mm -hmm. yeah, all the way, it's the best commercial we could have shot for what we do. You know what I mean? We've been doing it for so long, but we've built up so much content that, you know, it's kind of hard for people who aren't our core following to even know where to start. That is a great place for people to start. Right. You start there, and then it's easy for you to work your way back through because you done fell in love with what we gave the people in regards to the Netflix special. So it worked out perfect. Where was you at when you heard the number one, Chico? Uh, I was in the house with my daughter, man, and she told me. And uh, she goofy, so she was like, yeah, daddy, you got some more money to give me. I was like, hey, <laughs> they got some more money to give us. Like, no you know. cap. But yeah, she was the one that, that told me. And then, you know, we, I don't really, you know, consume a lot of media on television. So, you know, like you said, we really didn't truly understand the impact of going number one so quick. Because mm -hmm. once we start doing the research and going back and hearing, like, that comedy usually doesn't go number one. Mm -hmm. right. Like, it doesn't happen on Netflix. So it's a major deal for us to be able to do that. Have you guys outgrown Wildin' Out in, in yes. that whole situation? I said, they got a good relationship over there. I have No. They have not. Don't put my brothers on the spot like that. I'm a, I I take the heat. No. No. That's yeah, not I have. I ain't out of Not at all. I have. No. Tank going over there. You got to ask like an Go ahead. Ask them as individuals. Ask me. Carlos, have you ask them first they ask me. <laughs> they, they good over there. Don't don't put them on the fire. Mm -hmm. They got a way better relationship than, with them people than I do. <laughs> they ain't never had to deal with them folks. <laughs> they I fired have. you, Lowe. <laughs> I don't know. Man, no, I'm saying they fired you back in the day. I don't know. Since y'all want to do that, I'm Angie the Yee. Get gone. Who was hating on her? You're right. You're black. 
So wilding out, have no. you figured out why they fired you yet? Like, no, no, no see, still, I, still see, under I, I never be too, I never be too big for wilding out because it's it's a soft spot in my heart. And to be one hundred, it's the only TV show that done put us on TV consecutively, like yeah. eight years. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> like eight years. Yeah. I've been featured somewhere else, but hey, you want to hit the bush? Hello, what about you? No, you want to hit the you know this city is so in New York is so special because oh, we started here with nothing like Thanks. you know what I mean and we got and the opportunity too. and the springboard to go from that show and as much as the bullshit and the politics come into play like we've been blessed to be able to create a situation where we don't have to deal with those politics That's, so I don't I'm, feel the same way no. <laughs> you don't no well I mean I, well, I ain't gonna argue with you don't he don't give a f he don't win number one he like Exactly. Cats out the bag. <laughs> no, I ain't no more good, but nah. But at the real man, we all that's that's just their relationship. We we all love wild or not. You dig what I'm saying? That's the f we do because we were doing this. Yes, the gotta let them have it, fly. I know he went number one. You this time. You don't know what I went through. I love wild or not. I wasn't gonna ask nothing about wild or not. I be asked about it. You did. You brought it up. You brought it up. Okay. Listen, but we don't talk enough about the business of 85 South, man. Facts. What made y'all stop taking videos off YouTube and start your own app? Money. <laughs> Keep your answers real, right? Mm -hmm. They'll find any reason to flag our content or demonetize our content or hide our content in the algorithm. You know how that, that works. Right. So it's like we have a core fan base that, has, you know, that really wants to support us and mm -hmm. see us grow. So we had to try to get out of that, out of the matrix of it may go, it may not. So we wanted to make sure that we had our own platform where we could create our own products, our own shows, produce, right? Just throw our ideas out there and we have enough fans and followers that they allowed us the space to create something and support it financially. Mm -hmm. right? Whose idea was that? To, to invest back into the company to make sure that was solidified? The Kings. We got, we got a whole staff of people. Mm -hmm. We just have a meeting of the minds and we try to stay ahead of things like this, like with the YouTube and the, and the ad money situation they're going right. through now. So mm -hmm. it's like, we're okay. kind of protected from some of that, but not all of it. Right. That's why I asked you, because y'all was ahead of the curve. And that's, you know, people think I be hating on YouTube, which I don't, because we use YouTube as well. But everything you just said is why you can't put all your stock in the YouTube, it's free. Right. It, it's free, and then like you say, because it's literally their choice. They can say they can nope, say how nope, much it, nope. your your video and your content right. is worth without you putting the value on it. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Like you said, we love YouTube, we, we appreciate it, but you get to grow. I think once you get to a certain point, you got to grow. And all that content was was being free and to the public, and then we're all waiting and trying to figure out how much these folks gonna pay us a month. Mm -hmm. We just like you know what? Let's just create our own app, and not only that, we got the we got the platform to continue to create. Mm -hmm. So now we like you know what? Let's go back and put people. On and actually create shows, and mm -hmm. now we got our own channel. You know, that's how that's how channels start. Before you know it, Channel Eighty Five gonna be on Roku. Mm -hmm. DC, I, I want to ask you: When you first came up to the Breakfast Club, right? I mean, you wasn't invited. I think you just pulled up on this one time. Yeah, I didn't invited. No, no, I didn't they invited. They came and you, 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 you invited me. Charlamagne invited me. 
need to put the corner. Keep out of your mind. The beige raise my mind. Man, I gotta say something. Got some real shit. Gotta raise up off envy. He been in a lot of beefs these past few weeks. No, that's your fault. But here's the thing, though. Y'all two is the worst. Why y'all so zesty, man? I heard that conversation with Gunplay. You answer the phone. Gunplay. Envy on the phone. And then you came on the phone. He's like, well, you know I smack you. We'll be just gonna be fighting then. I'm like, oh, what y'all got going on, bruh? I ain't never <laughs> Emmy on the phone. He said, I'll smack you. Well, we just gonna be fighting now. I'm like, all right, okay. Then you come up here and say, ass cake. Y'all too, man. Y'all too. No, man. What did he say, bro? We just gonna be fighting. Man. I'm like, oh, that's a way to respond. That's a way to respond, Envy. Y'all know that. Envy gonna end up whooping the shit out of somebody. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. And y'all, y'all on tour now. The three headed, the monster tour, right? Three headed. Yeah, like Rockin I said, they done with now. Nah, yeah, we, yeah, we back on tour, bro. We uh. Gotta go make sure these people see that it's real, man. So Thanks. we were already doing the three-headed monster tour, and you know the the Netflix special dropped right in between there. So now we're just gonna go sell out some more days. What's yeah. the difference between the three-headed monster tour and the Ghetto Legends tour? We the Ghetto Legends, and same name, same people, yeah, different names. Same people. Yeah. We can't. We're not about to do like these rappers and just keep naming our tour the same over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. That's so not creative. I thought y'all was doing something different, like coming out, like maybe as individuals. Doing your stand up stuff. We already did that. We did that already. We did that when we were trying to formulate the, 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 the foundation of how we was going to rock. And then it was like, you know what? Let's make it different because we do that already. Yeah. Like, yeah. we do the stand up mm -hmm. part already. If we focus on how do we perfect us being on stage together, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because that's the main thing that they want to come see. So let's come out mm -hmm. there and just start like that because that is the show. All right, we got more with DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean, the 85 South Show. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, Everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, and of course, Carlos Miller, 85 South Show. Mm -hmm. Well, y'all working so much, I was going to say, y'all on the road, we all fathers mm -hmm. up here. How do y'all make sure y'all still have time for the kids? Like I see you doing videos with your daughter, yeah, your daughter way. bossing you around. All the way. So how do you still get that time in? I mean, for me, it's just what you said, you know, making sure I'm central to where she is. So whenever I do come home, I'm easily accessible and whatever it is she's into whatever she wants to do i make sure that that's my main priority i don't you know go home after being gone for a long time and try to figure out what i want to do with her i figure out what she wants to do with me and i just apply that you know and it makes it easy because she understands she's grown with me throughout this process i wasn't famous when she was little i was trying to get there so she understands the process so now she's cool with it and she'll never look at me like a celebrity or nothing like that i'm just daddy right so whatever she wants to do i'm with it and that's the way i kind of try to make up for the missing time because you can't get that back you know your kids need the time you know what i'm saying no matter what it is you can provide they need the time so and we have conversations to where i help her understand a lot of my daughter i keep it real with her so to help her understand that you know it's a process daddy has to do this to be able to create a life for you so you won't have to be gone as much as i'm right. gone that's you know what i mean so that's just what it is see how it is when you got a daughter that's all loving and daddy i love you i miss you just go get our nails done my son walk out of his room and be like Damn, you still here? <laughs> when you leaving, bro? You be ready for you. You look just like you. You act like you. That's you, bro. That's you. Every time I see his son, bro, I be like, bro, that is Carlos Jr. Like, he ain't excited about it. Don't matter what you do. I used to see him be like, what's up, nephew? He be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> exactly. He probably can stay home by himself, so he probably want to be at the house by himself. Exactly. And he at that age where, you know, he want to spend yeah, a lot of time yeah, by himself. Yeah, so. I would, too. How old your son in? He's uh 14. Oh. 
Do you talk to him? Like, look, I ain't ready to be no grandfather yet. Man. Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay. And yeah, most definitely. You know that's going to trigger him to go get some. That's his business. He, uh-huh. about, he about that day and age where he needs to start trying to figure it out. Oh, okay. Say no more. What about you, DC? I mean, same thing what you go mm-hmm. said, man. You know what I mean? When I get home, I just make sure, you know what I mean? It's all about them. Make sure that they taking care of. You dig what I'm saying? And I just take it a day at a time because, you know, unfortunately, my circumstances are different now. So I done became a full father. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh, like I'm trying to grasp into being a full father. So I'm learning right now what is a full father. You know what I'm saying? And my boy Chico, he been doing it for so long. You know what I mean? So I watch. I watch everybody around me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For, yeah, I just pick up on game off of just what he just said. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to start doing that too. But you know what you said? We got to learn from each other because he, he just said that and that made me think about it. Damn, do I make my daughter do things that she right. don't want to do? I, that's what I'm going to do. Next time I'm like, what do you want to do? Let's right. do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah, it's just, for me, like that makes it easier because, you know, like even what Fly just said with his circumstances, like I've been through that with my father being killed when I was two years old. So I know what it feels like not to have 50% of what is responsible for you. So in me being there for my daughter I just try to do all the things that I wish my dad would have been able to be there to do with me mm-hmm. and that's just you know it makes it easier for us to be able to understand the, that gap that comes when you know your kids grow up you know they get yeah. older and then you know it gets to a point where they be the only one to be bothered with you no way mm-hmm. you know what I mean she got a little boyfriend now it's six foot six three hundred pounds in the ninth grade so what? I'm like Jesus Christ God damn yeah. man yeah. 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 you got to watch that man no, no, too big man what you doing Ain't no hell nah I'm like yeah good job baby Don't f*** with no look like your daddy You know what I mean <laughs> You know what I'm saying You ain't no but, look man I mean I'm in stature compared oh. to him But all of that is you know Me being able to have the conversations with her that I have Makes it easy for me to be able to deal with that Because she's not afraid to come to me with right. anything right. And that's the biggest thing in the world for mm-hmm. me Because you know they got so many ways to hide information from you now It's like if you ain't mm-hmm. keeping it real with your kids They gonna find out And then they gonna look at you like you full of for not being the one that's telling them. You gotta talk to me about that. My my daughter going to tenth grade. Like, do you let them have time with each other? Like, I mean, yeah, they go to the movies <clears throat> and they do little stuff like that. I mean, ain't no alone time. Like yeah, yeah. six foot six, you're not about to be using that. Nah, not in my house. Nah, like, I don't lie like, to my daughter. Nah. Like, she don't believe in Santa Claus. She don't believe in no two fair. Oh, ain't no yeah, two fair getting you no money. <clears throat> ain't Santa Claus ain't did. In this household, I agree with why, you. why, why, why you don't let them believe in Santa? We argue about that all the time. No, we argue I mean, about that because see, my kids believe in in, in Santa, right? Uh, he's parents, white. parents, he's parents, white. if you're listening, we have this conversation. to you and f***ing with Santa more. No, <laughs> f*** you, Dad. I'm waiting on Santa. But you want them to 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 to, to have that memory and that fantasy of sleeping at night and waking up. No, 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 no. What we're doing, we're training our children to believe a lie. A lie. I agree. To no two fairy. No, the two fairy ain't flying in his hood. And putting no two dollars up under your pillow. That was my stupid ass trying to walk in here and not wake your ass up <laughs> well, to put me, some money up under your pillow. No Easter bunny. Let me ask you this. Hell MB. no, I'm religion. We don't, we don't do if, no if you if you allow your kids to believe in something that you know isn't true, how could you get mad at them when they tell you something that isn't true? That's right. Like how could you be mad you if, you're, them. if you be like, man, where was you at, man? I was with Santa Claus, daddy. But see, I just <laughs> remember that experience as a kid believing in Santa and. And that feeling of hoping. I remember the feeling when I found out that was fake. And I was like, why she ain't tell me? Why they just ain't you the reason why I ain't had no toys? Not Santa. Damn it, man. I grew up in an apartment. There wasn't no chimney for that to come down. So I knew Santa Claus wasn't real. He ain't knocking on no door. That no ain't in the story. In this house. We got See, I disagree. What happened, Lowe? Santa Claus is real. Thank you. <laughs> I see him. He's, <laughs> a, he's a black man. 
and he's not getting the credit for saving Christmas that he because he's black. <laughs> so you, so you, you got everything you wanted for Christmas as a kid, Los? Yeah. Oh, he had a good childhood. I had the best childhood ever. Really? I ain't never Hood heard rich. for nothing. Who at Rich? Ghetto Rich. I had robots and Transformers and go karts and G. I had over 150 GI Joe. I had the base. <laughs> oh, I had, I had, that had too. Castle Grayskull. I had that. Man, Nintendo, Atari, PlayStation, every Nintendo Genesis had every Nintendo game that was accessible. Me too. Oh man, I am. I am. You ain't grow up. We grew up. No, right? I am. You know I smack shit, right? Fight this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I ain't never hurt for nothing in childhood, bro. We had literally everything. I stopped asking for shit because it was a possibility that I wasn't going to get nah, 60% that I wasn't going to get. No, you know what? 75. So you trying to soften the blow of. Um, it was like, what do I have to do in order for me to achieve what yeah. I want? That's how I had to get it. Nah, man. Wanda Something had to be done. Wanda wasn't going I'm like talking about outstanding, like valedictorian. You got to be like magnificent. If a teacher called me today, that's put you back two years. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Nah, I, I stopped working when I was nine years old. My mama told me I'm responsible for what you need, not what you want. That's what real. you want is on you. Mm. So I was having to go get my own money from an early age. So I knew it wasn't no Santa Claus. Child dude. labor laws. Hell yeah. All I the had way. Social Security. So once I realized I got my check Hold and it was coming in. Yo. What? Cause my dad old, so you know when you old as a child, you know social security, you get social security. I did not know that. The child get social security. Getting social I was security. getting social security, but when I see, I didn't know that until I got like in, in tenth grade. My dad would be like, "Man, why you keep asking for shit? like your mama getting social security? You getting eight hundred every month?" I said, "Eight hundred." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Ask your mama. Some of that money yours." I was like, "It mine." <laughs> it come in the mail with your name on it. I went to my mom. I said, hey, "Mom." Daddy said, I get a social security. Yeah, I be paying the bill. I said, I you know got that. Your ass whoop, ass. I understand you got to pay the bill. Listen, you ain't got to worry about me no more. Give me half, and we're going to treat it like a job. I get 200 every two weeks. You ain't got to worry about me. No, nan, no criminal, nan, no. Don't worry about me. When I, my mama looked at me, and, and she was like, I can just see her think about, I ain't got to worry about him. I ain't got to worry about him. She was like, run it. Ever since I was 15, my mama ain't had to do for me. So you ain't flip that too, honey, and get your little. I was scraping. Hey, man, come on, bro. What's up with you, man? What you be trying to incriminate my man up here? Leonard McElvey, come on, bro. Don't worry about it. All right. Don't worry about it. No, I mean, I was a child, 15, 15, get 200, you know what I mean? So I stayed gambling, you know, stayed, you know, doing my thing. Mm. I'm that way. All right, we got more with DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean, the 85 South Show. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, 
and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, and of course, Carlos Miller, 85 South Show. Charlemagne? Now, this was, uh, y'all was on the road this weekend, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. With the condolences, DC. Was that was that the first show? Thank you. Uh, yes. Tampa and uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yes, sir. How, how did that feel? It was, uh, it was, it was, it was one of them ones where you don't know. You can train yourself for a fight, but shit, nigga coming in and hit your ass one good time. You like, God damn, I ain't trained for that one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was just a stepping stool that I just really had to, had to go ahead and step over. Because I got to. Mm-hmm. And I'm conditioned for it from when my cousin passed. So when my cousin passed, I had to hurry up and go back to work. So I knew what it felt like, but I was like, I ain't never lose no spouse. You dig what I'm saying? So, but I had love from my brothers. You dig what I'm saying? From the team and from Tampa, the Jacksonville man, they came in and, and the love was just in the air. So I never felt a dull moment. Mm-hmm. Now on stage, I ain't gonna lie, I had a couple times where I was just like, who get set together? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was just like, you know what? You here God has yeah, equipped yeah. you To be here This is the moment People are watching you Right now Continue mm-hmm. to give them That work Because you're helping So many people out That's watching you And you know Like I say man My brothers I gotta commend them So much man They I don't feel it On stage when I'm with them It's just when I look at them I know we we, we, we be good And what makes your faith So strong Man God is real and you know I come from a, a church background You know what I'm saying But when you find Your own relationship This ain't about Nobody else's relationship This is all about me it's, it's my relationship With God So I'm only speaking From experience And plus other people Experience Who are also God fearing And they walk and talk In the same matter as me mm-hmm. And when you read the Bible It, it gives you lessons it, give, it teaches you So when you have Your own experience In the real world A lot of people Want to go straight to I'm such of a good person Just because you give good In the world Don't mean your life Gonna be great That's why they say you, You're a spiritual being Living a human existence But just cause you're spiritual And you got God Don't mean human stuff Not gonna happen Bro we human bro Like we Questions. human bro Like we human and the social media has taken the toll of trying to desensitize the enemy's plan and desensitize all of the enemy's wrongdoings and they like well you're not emotional enough on on instagram and it's like that's not what you promote you don't you human so you already know that's possible I have to let you know that God is real and God is keeping me uplifted. God is in the situation that making sure I'm strong for my children. God mm-hmm. is in the situation to make sure that I'm able to do this for you. God is in the situation to, to make sure that everybody is still reaching out to him to giving him the praise even through the midst of pain because y'all want to, as soon as something happens, you want to say, well, why me? Or question God. You're not even understanding the purpose when you start doing that. Once you start questioning, you will never find the answers. Mm-hmm. You got to sit and be still. When you be still, he's going to guide you. He's going to direct you. And you'll be able to see that everybody that, that's not following the same. that you Because when they speak, you will hear. And when other people speak, I heard all the People don't understand. All the prayers, all the text messages, all the love that y'all was giving. I felt it. So it was like, okay, that's God's energy right there. Let me know that these are other God-fearing people that's standing with me. So it was like when once I move, I know I got... Three, four million people that's going to move with me. Just make sure we to keep the journey strong. We're not going to be like Moses. Every time God tell him something, well, I don't think I'm equipped. I'm equipped because you told me to do it. So I just got to find the instructions. Where's the manual? Just sit and be still. The people are going to come. You'll get the signs. He's going to talk to you. But you don't move how the 
The human mind would move. <coughs> Only move in the spiritual mind. Because the human mind, we already know that. That's where the questions, that's where the doubt come in. That's where you, you feel like you're not going to be able to make it. But the spiritual mind going to always tell you you're a soldier. It don't matter how many scratches you got on your back. If he keep waking you up every morning, if he keep giving you the energy, you better strap on your boots and use whatever you're going mm -hmm. through as motivation to reach the finish line. Why would you not reach the finish line and you don't went through all you don't went through? I got to make it to the finish line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the bright side of bullshit, man. You got to be able to look at the bright side of bullshit because you can't avoid bullshit. You, it's, it's, it's unavoidable. It's just when it's your turn, and when it, whenever it's your turn, it's all about perspective. Like a lot of the things that people look at as setbacks in my life, which to me was just gateways to new thinking. You know what I mean? And new ways to look at. I remember my uncle got murdered. I was feeling every emotion you can feel. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm confused. I'm everything. And then when I walked outside in front of that hospital. And Everything was still moving. Mm -hmm. All right, baby. I see you later. All right, don't park right here. All right, man. Hey, we going to lunch. And let me know that, okay, my world is crushed in shambles, yeah. but the world is going to spin That's regardless right. of what I got right. going on. Mm -hmm. So when you create your bubble, the people that are within it, that's what they're there for. That's why you got to be real selective with who you let be around you, because when those times come, when that bullshit comes into your life, it's best to have people you can lean on. Like, when I was standing in front of my mama casket, these two brothers was right there. Like, you know, when he went through what he went through, we was right there. And we all have been there for each other, but it's very important that you find people that are reliable enough to be there for you when when life comes and it's something that you can't control because the world is just going to be looking at you like mm -hmm. oh okay let's see what they do but we got to make sure when you got that circle your circle got to be strong enough to be able to prop you up mm -hmm. in those times when you need to be propped up because if you don't have nobody it make it that much more difficult for you to keep getting to the finish line like yeah. he said I wanted to ask y'all when it comes to being still right we all talk about being still after something bad happened y'all just went number one on Netflix now y'all got to be still what is God telling y'all keep going mm. yeah. keep going it's like if you if we know what it took to get to that point. So it's like if we can use that as a gauge. All right. So we had to work that long. This amount of shows. This amount. Okay. So if we want to get to the big big bag, we're gonna have to do this three times. Mm -hmm. Three times as much. You gonna have to keep doing the same work. You gonna have to keep doing this. I'm gonna have to keep doing it. But we still gonna have to do oh, more boy. on top of that too. When you see God put three people together like this, and we are able to create a element within the world that allows us to receive a blessing as a unit that most people would do anything for, that let me know like, okay, That's we right. didn't beat the game, Slim. Now yeah. we just, you know, we got it's like the Super Mario when you get the star. That's what it feel like. Like it feel like we got the Super Mario star, and all we got to do is just keep running. Anything we run into, boop 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 gotcha. boop, we knocking it out. You know what I mean? Facts. So who's, who's the best prayer in, in the group here? Man, DJ yeah. Envy. Come on, you want to close out on the prayer? Why your white ass don't be praying? You need to be. You need to pray. It's you DJ Envy, Heavenly Father. I just want to let you know from the Breakfast Club, we love you. Give it to your boy DJ Envy. We got a special DJ guest Envy. in here, God. You know what I mean? We got some special God. guests in here, God. I just want to say, God, won't you bless my brothers? You know what I mean? Come down tonight at the pearly gates. <laughs> you already know we got the hottest new song, Scarlet, coming up live at the pearly gates. Get the f 
fuck out New York and heaven if you're not with God. DJ Envy. I'm not praying with y'all. DJ Envy. Make sure you go screen the Ghetto Legends on Netflix right now. Hold on. Have y'all ever prayed on here? Keep going. Keep going. What? Keep going. But Make sure you um check out Ghetto Legends on Netflix. Make sure you subscribe to Channel 85. Make sure you go get all the 85 South merchandise, man. Yeah, get us back to number one. We didn't win. 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 Okay, here we go. A dear Heavenly Father, we come together humbly, Heavenly Father, and we just want to continue to just give you all the praise and give you all the thanks, Heavenly Father. We're thankful for everybody that's in this room, Heavenly Father, and we ask humbly, Lord God, that you continue to just keep me and my loved ones healthy, safe, and protected, Heavenly Father. Even through the midst of pain, Heavenly Father, we give you praise, Heavenly Father. Even through the midst of confusion, Heavenly Father, we give you praise, Heavenly Father. Even through the midst of all the worriness, Heavenly Father, we give you praise, Heavenly Father, and we just want to continue to live righteous and be obedient and respectful to your laws and your commandments. Heavily, with gratitude, Heavenly Father, we pray for the strength, the motivation to just stay focused and inspired. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Yahshua's name, we pray. Amen. 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 Eighty-five South right. Show. Hey. Yo. It's the Breakfast Club. Eighty-five South Show. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitch. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Uh, before we do Donkey today, I want to tell y'all too that uh, first of all, it's dropping the clues bounce for LL Cool J and the Roots, right? Absolutely. That out that uh, interview will be up on YouTube, and it's how long is it? Hour and thirty. Hour and thirty minutes. So yeah, great conversation. <laughs> yes, Donkey today from Wednesday, August 9th goes to Derek Porter. Now Derek is a Georgia man, but this incident happened in Panama City Beach, Florida. So it's clearly something in the water in Florida. You spend too much time there, you get hit with that Florida fool gene. Now, what does Uncle Shala always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today is no exception, okay? Derek Porter, you are a Florida man today. Now, let me start with the headline, courtesy of News Channel 8 Florida, because I love the headlines when they come from Florida, okay? When this Florida foolishness, all oh, the headlines be amazing, okay? First off, the headline reads, Florida. Then it says, Man breaks into Florida church, baptizes himself before stealing money. Mm -mm. Let's go to News Channel 8 for the report, please. Mid-morning man on ended today with a Georgia man in custody. Bay County Sheriff's deputies arrested Derek Porter on burglary, criminal mischief, and several drug charges. They say that Porter broke into the Emerald Beach Church of God on Alf Coleman in Panama City Beach this morning. He allegedly used a cinder block to smash a window, which alerted a church employee who fled. Authorities say that Porter caused about $8,000 in damage, took some electronic equipment, and the church money back. Mm. Deputies, Panama City Beach Police, and canine units descended on the church and arrested Porter. They say he had meth and paraphernalia. Porter supposedly claimed that he could not remember what, what happened inside of the church, at least not most of it, but he did say he remembered baptizing himself in the church's <laughs> baptism pool, and he claimed something was holding his head under the water. Porter was already free on bond for a burglary in Georgia. 
there's so much wrong with this. First of all, using a cinder block to break the church's windows, to break into the church. Now, I know scripture says that God does not live in houses made by human hands. So I'm not going to say the church is God's house, but it is a place of positivity for the most part. A place where people congregate and worship. A place where people go to seek forgiveness and salvation. To break the church's windows may not send you to hell, but damn it, it's sure not creating positive energy in your life either. This sounds like this brother watched first Sunday with Ice Cube and Tracy Morgan one too many times. All right, the church is the place where you go to learn about the most forgiving entity ever, God. Okay, keyword is forgiving. All right, in Derek's mind, he looked at the church to be responsible for giving him money. All right, listen, we know every church collects tithes and offerings and, of course, the building fund that don't really be building anything, but never did we ever think to rob the church. Have we ever thought about taking back our twenty dollars? You know what I'm saying? That we put in the collection plate and you know putting in a five or a couple ones instead? Yes. Okay, every Sunday we think about that when you're giving your offering, but you really pushing God's forgiveness when you take the criminal actions in the church. Now, <clears throat> let's keep in mind that police said they found meth and drug paraphernalia on Derek. So he was probably high out of his mind. And when he tells police that he could not remember what happened during various moments inside the church, it's because he was high. All right, but he does remember baptizing himself in the church's baptistry pool. It's safe to say he was high out of his mind, if that's what he thinks. Okay, see, Porter claims something was holding his head down under the water while in the pool. Derek, let me be the first to tell you that you were experiencing a meth-induced psychosis. All right, hallucination. You weren't being baptized. You were swimming. All right, you took a lap or two in the church's pool. Now, can you baptize yourself? Sure. All right, it's not the pattern laid out in the Bible, nor is it the recommended method of being baptized. However, if you truly understand the purpose of water baptism that is revealed in the word of God, okay, you can do it. All right. And if you have no one who was able to baptize you at the time, then, of course, you might do it yourself. But don't listen to me, okay, because there's not a Jake's or Roberts in my name, so I could be totally wrong. But I don't think breaking into a church, being high off meth is the right environment or setting for a baptism. Now, let me tell you something else. Let me tell you where else this man went wrong. And why he's truly getting donkey the day to day. You're broken to the church. Okay? Send the block to the window. Bang! You cost eight thousand dollars worth of damage to the church. Then you stole all the electronics, TVs, computers, and the church's money bag. That's why you're being charged with burglary of an occupied structure. Now here's the thing. Your order was off, my brother. Okay, you broke into the church and baptized yourself first and then committed all these sins. If you was going to do it, you should have broke into the church, stole what you wanted to steal, and saved the baptism for last. Because the whole point of baptism is to wash away your sins, correct? What you did is the equivalent of taking a shower and then doing a number two. Okay, you are a different type of human, basically a psychopath, if you shower, then do a number two on purpose. Okay, I understand sometimes, you know, happens. All right. But nobody purposely takes a shower and then does it. Number two, just like nobody walks into a church, gets baptized and then sins on purpose. You might sin after you get baptized, but not on purpose. Like you have to pick one, Derek. All right. If you're going to break into a church and still you have to get baptized at a later date. But you damn sure don't baptize yourself first and then sin. Please give Derek Porter the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. can't prove any of this but but i feel like bj envy showers and then takes a number two on purpose what do you think ashley is my life strikes me as the type 
Is that, my... what, is that what you're thinking about? <laughs> Why? Because the way you looked when I said it. No. Yes, when I said it, you looked like... Like he was unfazed? Yeah, what's wrong with that? No, <laughs> that's not, not true at all. Mm -hmm. But the way you just asked that question, it seems like... Why don't you, you, you just answer the my... question? Hmm? Why don't you just answer the question? What? If I poop, I shower. Do you shower and then poop on purpose, though? No. Okay, just Man, you are a liar, and you've <laughs> always been a liar. <laughs> that is not true. Okay. When I poop, I shower. All right. I'm not judging. Why are you all in my butt? I'm not. Why are you in my butt? I'm not, nor do I want to be. Yo, all right. Then why are you asking? <laughs> Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. We have Tiffany Addish. Good morning. How, How you, you feeling? feeling? I feel successful. Okay. <laughs> I woke up today, and it was very close to not waking up. You had the cheeks out at the VMAs, Tiff. I know it's my first time. My cheeks out. Did you see my nipples too? I ain't see the nipples. I, just oh, I, had, ni I had nipples out, and I had cheeks out. So I, I was ass out. <laughs> <laughs> I was ass out. What inspired that look? Um. Well, you know, I'm moving it. I'm pivoting into music. And it, what I notice is if you're doing music, you got to have your ass out. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I mean, all the girls all if have you, If you're going to make it right. in music, you got to have that ass out. <laughs> if you ain't got cool. your ass out, you ain't going to make it in music. That is true. If now you were female in music, ass out. Damn. Now, now your single has <laughs> Damn. random people. Like, like, these people don't connect, but you connect them, right? I'm the connection. Little John uh -huh. and Fabio. Fabio Foreign. Now, now how, how was that connection? Um, do you know Bagats? Bagats is who brought it all together. He's like helps me put songs together. <laughs> I've been working with him for years, and um, he was like, "If you could do a song with anybody, who would it be?" I'm like, "Lil John." I always right. wanted to do a song with Lil John. Like, <laughs> ever since the 1900s, I've been wanting to know Lil John. <laughs> so he reached out to him, and he was like, "What you know about Fabio?" And I was like, "Who's that?" And then he was like, he put me on. I was like, "Oh, I love his music. I know who you're talking about." He was like, I'm, I, "I think we should get all that together." I was like, "Let's see if we can get them all together." Now, now the first time I don't think that's him. random at all though because Little John is crunk right. and to me all of that drill energy and all of that it all derives from the crunk energy it, yeah 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 it's called evolution but, envy but when you met Little John did you do yeah did you do that because everybody no, has to do that you didn't do it I didn't do that oh. I didn't do that because I don't like when people be like, she ready, all in my face. like. So I didn't do that to him. What I did to him was like, yo, I respect you. I enjoy you. You have no idea. I used to be the mascot in high school. I've done so many routines to your music. Matter of fact, let me show you one. And then I just danced right there on Sunset. What was the routine? Uh, oh, boy. Let's see this. Yeah, yeah, we see. You got the energy. Let's go. You need the music? What song here you need? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he couldn't say no to you no, after, he that. Say no after that. He got to do the feature after that. Well, he had already did it. Oh, okay, okay, he okay. already did it. He did it before we met in person. I'm glad you did this because I feel like Lil John is a person we don't celebrate enough, man. Yes. Like, I, I really do. I think he is one of the greatest producers Absolutely. Ever. Uh, tell the club closes. It's clearly based off true events. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 tell I, I, the club <laughs> You hang out with me. I, right. I will stay to the end of the party. Yes, you will. I like a good party. Oh, you, you're that person. That four o'clock, you just like, why the lights on? Two vodkas, good music. I'm dancing all night to, yeah, to people. It's like barely anybody there. <laughs> when there's barely anybody there, that's the best part. You, you've been doing the music, though, and I don't think people realize, like a lot of times when they watch your specials or the C-Ready specials, you put your music on those specials. Yeah, I put my music on the specials. A lot of the TV shows that I'm in mm -hmm. and movies that I've been in. And that one I did with Billy Crystal, I mm -hmm. sang all through that. 
I've been talking with a lot of singers and asking them, how how do you do this? Mm-hmm. I met Janet. I asked her, how do you sing and dance and do all wait, that wait, and wait, not wait, be windy? Where did you Janet at? I went to her concert. Okay. We're at the Hollywood Bowl mm-hmm. in um, Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then she had an after party and I went to the after party. She told me she loved that I cut my hair. Mm-hmm. She said, oh my goodness, I love when you cut your hair. It's so beautiful. I've always wanted to do that, but you know, it's not like from my era, it's like frowned upon. It's frowned upon to cut your hair. And she's like, I just love that you did that. And I'm like, thank you. Now tell me your magic. Mm-hmm. How do you sing and dance at the same time? She said, you practice. I was like, ah, that's the part I don't like. Mm-hmm. But the part you practice. I do practice a lot of things, but singing and dancing, no. Mm-hmm. no. I either dance. Or sing. Or, or tell jokes. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. But I can sing now. <laughs> now how you been doing with the, with the strike that's been going on? Because, I mean, movies and touring and everything that's going on. How, how has that have affected you? Um, The strike... Look, it's it's a situation. I've been out there, you know, m- walking around, marching, if you will, protesting, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it, things need to be resolved. But f- for me during this time, okay, that part of it is exercise, kind of. I really wish I could be on those committees and help negotiate. Um, I'm really good at negotiations, I like to think. But uh, with, with this downtime, I've been focusing more on my music. Mm-hmm. I have a little farm uh, right in South Central LA. And now it's officially a farm because I have bees and I harvest the honey mm-hmm. and I'll be selling the honey so I'll bees in the trap that's so that's, bees that's, in the trap that's smart last person I know that did that was Dr. Oz yep Dr. Oz had a bee problem in his backyard so he decided to start harvesting the uh, the honey from the bees yeah right. and once you start harvesting it and when you sell it you become you become a farmer and that's the tax write off and the tax is uh, super duper low yep super low and then I've been focusing more on my properties I went ahead and bought a couple more and I've been turning these like duplexes and apartment buildings into like transitional living situations for that's foster dope. youth and I get to spend more time with them and I'm learning more from them and I'm teaching them more of what I know so I have a little more time to be more useful in my community I love it so I love it mm-hmm. and so the I grocery really store you're opening is going, that's clearly going to be farm farm right to the grocery store yep yep and I want it to be you know black farmers and black vendors I noticed that all these other communities they have you know you know there's a Hispanic Hispanic farm but a Hispanic grocery store Jewish Mm -hmm. grocery store Mm -hmm. you know uh, Asian grocery stores Mm -hmm. but I never see black grocery stores Mm -hmm. so we gonna do that that's what I'm doing are you still happy in this business for the most part yeah I've been warned of all kind of things that could happen Mm -hmm. before before I really got in Half of those things have happened. Really? Half of them have happened. And it's like, you know, the people that you love the most, they're probably going to turn their back on you. Uh, you're going to find out who your real friends are. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to help people and they're going to stab you right in your face, not even in your back. Mm. And it's sad. That part is sad. But I'm glad because then I don't have to be with your fake ass for my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, because I love when I love you, I love you. You know that. Absolutely. Like when I love people, I love them. I show up for them. And I don't want to show up for nobody that don't really love me. Does it, does it give you trust issues? Yeah, I got trust issues for sure. Mm. I used to trust people so much, just easily trust. Like, mm-hmm. I take you for face value, but now I don't do that no more. Now I'm like, I hired investigator to background check anybody new in my life. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I hired somebody to background check. Every, like, if you want to be in my world, you're going to get, there's going to be a background check. I'm going to know your business. So you must have found some crazy stuff about people. People done did some f- out here. I had to stop talking to them. They probably think like, oh, Tiffany must have changed her number. I didn't change my number. I blocked you. Mm. 
Damn. I blocked your ass. How did that impact your, your love life? Um, so now I'm very even more selective. So do the background check. Did you know that you can do STD tests at home? No. Off of Amazon, you can order STD kits. Oh, you guys are married. Now, so you I, don't know I, about heard, this. I heard you got a dog, that you had a dog that can sniff STDs. But yeah, tell about this first. No, so the dog died. Oh, damn. The dog died January of 20. You must have sniffed the wrong STD. <laughs> nah, she's 14 years old. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. She's old. Pitbull. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, I've learned that on Amazon, you can buy STD testing kits. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I'll do a background check on a guy. I'll hang out with them for a while, for a month or two, maybe three, four. Let them take me out nice places and stuff. And once I decide, okay, I want to hook up with this dude, I'll be like, you got to take this test. It takes about two weeks. Some of them are instant, and some of them takes about two weeks to come back with the results I'm like when the results come back you gonna these cheeks and then that's how that goes and as soon as he asked me for any money or say he forgot his wallet or he seemed kind of broke I disappear damn alright we got more with Tiffany Hat. hello acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight well hello Emmy winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion Rosie somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned it feels so good it does and like always we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV movies comics and geek culture that's right we'll be talking about Batman heroes of that stature and of course We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. <laughs> As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When we come back, you ever date another man in the industry? Nah, I'm cool on that. I like small business owners. <laughs> I'm about the small business owners. Why don't you like the industry? Nah, I want small business <laughs> owners. She <laughs> says she likes small penises and small business owners. She didn't say small like. penises. I no, do like small penises. Yeah, yeah, I like a good medium. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I like a medium and a small business owner. Because small business owners going to appreciate me a little more than a dude in the industry. I feel mm-hmm. like also dudes in the industry, it's like egos and stuff involved. And mm-hmm. if you shine a little bit too bright, if this is whatever. You know, I done talked to a few guys in this business and I just realized they're better at doing their job of being a celebrity and I'm better not being with that person. So what about mm-hmm. if it's a small business person with a, a bigger size penis? I don't want the big penis. I have endometriosis. So I'm good. I don't want to hurt. What is it? What is that? I don't know. I was, I was hoping you would know. Google, what is endometriosis? I can't even spell it. Endo. Endo. Endometriosis. Hello. So endometriosis. Endometriosis. I see it. Hold on. I got it. So it's it's something that women suffer from. Disorder in which tissue similar to the tissue that lines the uterus grows outside the uterus in places where it doesn't belong. 
Right. And then it can overgrow on the inside of the uterus and it causes pain. Mm. So if you're dealing with somebody with a whole lot of meat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's going to be a situation and it's a little discomfort. Oh, wow. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I suffer from discomfort every month and I thought it was normal. Oh. And I just I'm just now finding out this year that that's not normal. Your cycle is not supposed to hurt. If it hurts when you're on your cycle, that's a problem. Yep. There's Dang. a problem there. It's not supposed to hurt at all. Maybe you get a little tired because you're losing blood, but you shouldn't. It shouldn't be painful. And if it's painful, you probably have uh, endometriosis. Now, true, it says there may be heavy bleeding or pain during sex or when having bowel movements. Nah, I don't be bleeding during sex. I don't do that. But it means there's more meat down there than in the, in, <laughs> in the vagina. Well, it is meaty. Well, tell us about your partnership with the Arby's Foundation. What is Arby's thing? We got the meat. What is the Arby's slogan? We got the meat. <laughs> You want this Tiffany sandwich? No. No, with the Arby's Foundation. (laughs) But my partnership with the Arby's Foundation is quite awesome. So uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's a lot of children in uh, America that are having an issue with affording lunch. Absolutely. It's it's hard to afford lunch and uh, a lot of them are incurring debt. So they'll let them eat, they'll let the kids eat lunch, but there'll be a debt that occurs and in order to graduate or get their d- diploma, they have to pay off that debt and it's, it's, a, it's up to like $19 million. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. So the Arby's Foundation has decided to put up a million dollars towards that debt to make sure these kids can graduate and get their degrees or their diplomas. Um, and I got really excited about that because I remember, you know, having a lunch ticket, mm-hmm. getting right. that free lunch Absolutely. and being able to learn better. When I'm hungry, I don't learn so good. But when I'm full... My ability to learn is a lot better. Right. So well, I was going to ask you were at the VMAs. We seen you there. What, what was your thought on the VMAs? Tell us about it. Because everything was just so great. In the way that it was set up, it felt like I was in like this super like fun spaceship concert. Because you know the aliens are coming. So I'm just waiting for my alien husband to come to take me Damn. away. You ready for an alien at this point? Is that bad? Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I want an alien husband. I think it'd be dope. We could levitate together, talk to each other with our minds. Yeah. Did you get your heart broken last? Last summer. Oh. He was a big business owner. Mm. Oh well. A big business owner. Big business owner. What? And what happened? Y'all broke up? I don't even know if we was really together. Well, you see, y'all married, so you don't know this life. I get but it. the single women out here know what I'm talking about. You, yeah. you think you in a relationship, you're not sure. But it feel like it because you at his house all the time, you at your house. But then you find out that you got a whole you know, other family. Yeah, it's the situation. Jesus. Damn. So what stops you from putting people like that on blast? I don't want to be. I don't want my picture next to the picture. <laughs> <laughs> what I've learned about this business? Watch who you talk about because your picture will be next to their picture. <laughs> Side by side shot. I don't even. Mm, mm, mm. And everybody be like, mm. but I'm gonna give me an alien husband. It's gonna be off the chain. Then we probably will do a reality show together. My alien husband. Are you going yeah. back on the road tour? Yeah, yeah. I start October first. Uh, back on the road doing comedy. Uh, and I'm in Atlantic City. Uh, I'm doing a bunch of casinos. So that should be cool. I should meet an alien in there. What's your favorite way to tell a story now? Did I ask Cedric to entertain you that earlier? Is it is it books? Is it movies? Is it TV? Is it 
you know, stand up. What's your favorite way to tell a story? My favorite way to tell a story is in stand up. And then to watch that turn into something even bigger mm-hmm. is great. You know, I got a Grammy for telling stories. That's right. Mm-hmm. I got nominated for a Grammy for reading out loud. My drama teacher was so proud. I had to let her know, girl, you, I'm glad you sat down with me because nominated for a Grammy. So, um, but yeah, on stage live in a room full of people and getting that immediate gratification, mm-hmm. hearing the people, I, it's the best. Is it unnecessary pressure though? Because of, because of your star has risen so much, so are you able to go out there and just work out the way you would want to? I always do, uh, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, and I don't care what they say as long as it feels good to me. Right, right, right. Yeah, as long as it feels good to me. <laughs> now, did you really get paid for your first movie by selling DVDs? Did the producer take? Yeah, he you? really just handed me some DVDs and said, "Good luck, sell those." Like I, I that's wow. I, and I see the movie on TV all the time, and it pisses me off because I get nothing. And wow. I, I became homeless during that time. Wow. Like while I was shooting that movie, I became homeless. I didn't have nowhere to stay. I was sleeping in my car on the set. I was always on time to work, never was late because I was sleeping in the parking lot waiting for everyone to get to set. Damn. Like it was, that was the worst. But you know, some people, when they heard you say that, they thought you were talking about Girls Trip. <laughs> But I've been in this business since 1996. Exactly. Uh, And that was in 2003 when that happened. Yeah, my first movie where I was the star of the movie, it was in 2003. I bet you'll never work with that producer again. Never. Hey, you know what's crazy? I saw that director sitting on a bus, on a bus stop. He looked a damn mess, and I said, "Oh, they didn't pay you either, huh?" <laughs> he was like, "Oh, Tiffany," <laughs> and I was like, "Do you need a ride?" He was like, "Yeah." And then he came up to the car, and I could smell him. I said, "Oh, I gotta go the other way. I'm sorry." Damn. He smelled really bad. Damn. Jesus. It's one of those smells that you know it's gonna stick in your. It's gonna stick, mm-hmm. and I didn't want. I didn't want that to stick. Are you putting out a whole album? Yeah. Well, we drop a couple of singles, mm-hmm. and then put out a whole album. So I, I would like for the whole album to come out on my birthday. Ooh. Which is December the third. Okay. You know, Soon. I always like to drop something around my birthday. Absolutely. It's my Soon. gift to the world. Are you sign- you're not signing nobody though, right? She ready music. Ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I have my own label. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I figured I put my money into that. There you go, <laughs> Tiffany. We appreciate you joining us. I we, appreciate we y'all so too. Much. This is like a dream. You've been, been here times. Times. No, times. No, I, I feel like I'm in a dream right now. Oh, oh. you still sleep. She's still sleep. <laughs> 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 That's why. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. You got a positive note? Yes, man. Uh, I just want to tell people out there, man, um, always be humble because what God gives, he can also take away. And I want y'all to remember that humility is not weakness, okay, but strength under control. It's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. All right? Stay humble. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.